Riders Radio Theater is on the air. Short introduction time again here in the ranch. So much show these days, we'd never have time for introductions. It's so great. How much excitement can you pack into one short half hour? Too Slim, Ranger Doug, Woody Paul, and Joey the Cow Polka King are riders in the sky. <laughs> With Bob Nolan's classic song of the West, a cowboy has to sing. Of the home corral. Yippee-yay, yippee-yay, yippee-yay. Of the home 
Theater will bloom like a blue bonnet in Texas following this word from the Bunkhouse Shopping Network. Here's H.H. Hammerhead Stilson. Howdy, cowpers and consumers. This here's H.H. Hammerhead Stilson on the Bunkhouse Shopping Network. I got a fine addition to your luggage ensemble here. Imagine the look on the other cowpokes' faces when you check in at the airport toting this here varmint bag. 60 seconds? Yep, 60 seconds to pick up the phone, call 1-900-VARMINT, reserve your varmint bag. I'll bet you're like me when business takes you to a big city, you get plum homesick for the varmints on your ranch. You have to make do with little pictures of them in your wallet and little keepsakes and such. 45 seconds? That's 45 seconds. We only have 50 four of these boogers left. Now you can take the varmints with you. Look at these special species compartments. This bowling ball looking deal here is a perfect fit for an armadillo. 30 seconds. 30 seconds to order your varmint bag. This tube that runs around the side is for your favorite snake. This fuzzy cave here is for a prairie dog. And this little cage on top, why, imagine a western metal arc. A serenading you at sunset in New 15 York. 15 seconds. Set. We got 23 of them left. Call 1-900-VARMIN. The whole varmint bag is covered in washable, biodegradable congolium and browner rust, and we'll monograph it for you. This little hole in the top is where you dump the varmint's vittles and just pop this cork on the bottom when you get to a holding tank, and natural waste products are easily disposed of. Approved of the ASPCB, the American Society for the Prevention of Cruelty, to varmints. Time's up. Thanks a heap. We're out of time in varmint bags. That's it for today on the Bunkhouse Shopping Network. And now we turn with us to Riders Radio Theater. <laughs> Thank you, Texas Mixed Member. And it's excitement time again in Riders Radio Theater. Bags, I can't believe it. You can't believe it. No, but I can believe that it's guest time here. We have a wonderful guest for you, I understand. Two Slim books, the guests for our show. And yeah. Slim, yeah. who have you got for us this week? Ranger Doug, uh, uh, Joey the Cowpoke King is a man of few words. But yes. So I've learned that when he talks, I listen. And he called me up several weeks ago and said, Slim, you ought to book Gove. And I'm glad that he talked me into it. Ladies and gentlemen, from Nashville, Tennessee, uh, uh, kind of a legend in the performing arts industry, Mr. Gove Scrivener. Come on out, Gove. <laughs> Great to have you here. It's good to be here, Ranger Doug. Thank you. All right. Gove, you're, Gove, you're a master of the auto harp and the guitar and, and neon light art. What, what have you brought for us tonight? Well, I wrote a song not so long ago that I that, uh, just, uh, just want to let everybody know that if you're in love, you got everything. Nothing else really counts. Watch this. This is true. Everybody wants a radio Everybody wants a TV too Everybody wants a little Japanese car Some folks that go so far as to call me a fool When I tell them you do They don't know what to say You do Each and every day don't you ever go away You do For me Some folks want Their own little acre Some folks want a cabin By the sea I'm not saying these aren't my dreams, darling But I don't need a single one of them To come true for me Cause you see, you'll do Oh yeah, 
Some people go through life dreaming But I know there is no illusion here All I've ever wanted was your love and arms around me At least in my eyes, one thing is perfectly clear You'll do, I don't know what to say Every day, don't you ever go? You never need to go away. Everybody seems to want a radio. Everybody wants a TV too. Everybody wants a little Japanese, a Japanese car. Some folks have even gone so far as to call me a fool when I tell them you'll do. I look you right in the eye. You'll do. You'll do. All your mind, all mine. You see, some people. They go through life dreaming Thank you very much. Thank you. Oh, that was great, Joe. That was just one. Thank you. Thank you. My God, that'll do, won't it? That is great, really Govia. I know you've been real busy lately. We're just glad to have you here in Cincinnati on the show. Your career's doing great, and I know you're doing a lot of sessions in Nashville. Well, it's going pretty good. I'm able to pay for my analysis. Your, your what? <laughs> my analysis. I go to an analyst. I have this weird split personality. <laughs> Gosh, Gov, it's really great that you can be so upfront about it. What? It helps folks to know there's someone else there with the same kind of problems. Well, <laughs> how many other personalities do you have? Like 15? Whoa. No, no, just one. It's really weird. I, I turn into this judge from the Old West. Uh, my shrink thinks I saw too many Edgar Buchanan movies when I was a kid. <laughs> Come on. It's unbelievable. <laughs> well, well, the judge's name is A. Weldon Rumproast. That's pretty weird, all right, Go, but, well, good luck. I, I hope it all works out for you. It usually does around here, doesn't it? Yes, it does. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Go Scrivener. There go the judge. There go the judge. Slim, Slim. There go the judge. Thank you, Slim. 
Riders Radio Theater is a Mammoth Radio Pictures production in association with WBXU. This program is being taped live at the Emory Theater in Cincinnati, Ohio. <laughs> Stay with us, Saddlebiles. We'll be right back. Here's a little of Woody Paul's classic, Utah Trail. There go the judge. There go the judge. Buckaroos and Buckarets, you're listening to Riders Radio Theater. <laughs> and now, Riders Radio Theater presents the ongoing saga of the Cowboy Way. Tonight, episode three of the exciting Western melodrama, Phantom of the Valley. As faithful listeners will no doubt recall, in our last episode, Riders in the Sky were at the recycling center in Tumbleweed City when they ran into an old nemesis named Slocum. I'm not looking for any trouble. I'm in land development now, and I'm operating strictly on the up and up, right, Charlie? Sure, boss. <laughs> Slocum then offered Ranger Doug a pie. He said he bought it a bake sale, but tripped and pushed it in Ranger Doug's smiling face instead. This left a perfect impression of Ranger Doug's face in the pie. Slocum apologized profusely, took the moose pie, and left. A moment later, the riders ran into drywall and learned that he'd taken his old job back as high sheriff. Well, they made me an offer I couldn't refuse. Dollar a week raise, plus a blue lot, and a hang crank siren for my horse. And that afternoon, Too Slim presented a short talk at the Tumbleweed Historical Society on Don Ricardo Probasis, an early Spanish land grant holder in Tumbleweed Valley. He was known as the Phantom of the Valley. And then later that same night, a strange and singular event occurred. Just a little after 10 p.m., a smiling, yodeling figure on horseback cor caroused through the streets of Tumbleweed City, shooting out windows and generally terrorizing the sleeping citizens. The phone calls that poured into High Sheriff Drywall's office identified a most unbelievable person as the culprit. Hello? Oh, sure, Drywall speaking. What? I'll start investigating right away, but I'll tell you what. If it's Ranger Doug doing all this, it could be the end of life on this earth as we know it. Is this the end of life on this earth as we know it? Time to find out as we now present episode three of Phantom of the Valley entitled The Arrest of Ranger Doug. The dew was still on the vine when High Sheriff Drywall saddled up his high-pursuit latest police technology-equipped pony the next morning and rode out to the famed old Triple X Ranch. Once there, he quickly dismounted, climbed the porch steps, and knocked on the ranch house door. Why, howdy, High Sheriff Drywall. What brings you out here so early in the morning? Well, it sure ain't a pleasure ride, Too Slim. I wish it was. Huh? We had a little ruckus in town last night, and 
I'm here to see Ranger Doug. Is he around? Yeah, I'm right over here, Sheriff Drywall. What's, what's new, amigo? Howdy, Sheriff Drywall. Come on in, Drywall. I'll twist you off a cup of coffee. <laughs> no thanks, I'd meet up. I've been pretty regular lately, and I'd like to stay that way. Right. <laughs> Why? Could y'all all step outside here a minute? Oh, oh, sure, we'd be glad to. Well, okay. Well, tell me, Sheriff, what's this all about? Well, fellas, last night a man on horseback came riding into town about 10.30 after most folks had gone to bed. He went on a rampage. <gasps> a rampage? Sure did. Shot out most of the windows and street lights on Main Street. Trampled the school teacher, Miss Marm's flower garden, into a muddy mess. <gasps> Set fire to half a dozen outbuildings, and worst of all, oh. he girdled the old mission oak tree. He girdled the... He put women's lingerie around it? How could he? Slim, Slim, Slim. Girdling a tree is an expression for cutting a ring around it through the bark oh. all the way around, and it, it can be fatal for the oh, tree. Oh, that's terrible. Well, I, I believe we're going to be able to save the tree, boys. That's he good. didn't make the ring that deep in it. It didn't go quite all the way around it, but he's obviously a herbicidal maniac with intent to kill. <laughs> well, what low life would do something like that? I don't like the sound of it. Do you have any suspects? Well, we sure do, Ranger Doug. We've got about 300 witnesses who all claim to have seen the same man. Really? Well, who is it? Oh, I bet I know. I bet it's Slocum or Charlie. Well, I bet it's oh, Charlie. Either one of them. It's you, Ranger Doug. <gasps> what? Ranger Doug? Sheriff, I'm afraid I don't understand. You trying to be funny, Sheriff? Because if it is, you're reading from nope, the wrong nope, script, pal. Nope, nope. Nope. Side me, calm down. I don't understand it either, Ranger Doug, but <laughs> that's what they're saying. <laughs> of course, I know you couldn't have done any of this. <laughs> so if you'll just tell me where you were and who you were with between the hours of 10.30 and 1 a.m. last night. I'll say no more. Tell him, Ranger Doug. Well, I, I was riding down the canyon under the stars. Oh, was anybody with you? No, no one at all. Nobody? No well, did you see anybody out there who could testify as to where you were, Ranger Doug? Not a soul. It was just me, my old yellow Gibson guitar, and my horse. Turbo. Turbo, Turbo yeah. your horse. He's a Palomino. Yeah. This feller was riding a bay mare. Aha. Uh -huh. None of you guys ride a bay mare, do you? Nope. Uh, no, no, not me. Well, I ride a mule. Well, then, all we got to do is take a look in your barn, and if there's no bay mare in there, then that's good enough for me. Well, well come all on, right. let's go see. We'll let's settle this once and for all. Some sheriff, you couldn't hit a mule's butt with a banjo. <laughs> I'm just doing my job, you honor old coot. Well, let's well, go down the barn. It's a short walk to the barn, and only seconds later, Sheriff Drywall is checking it out. Okay, this stall's got turbo yep. in it. Everybody on God's green earth knows this is your horse, Ranger Doug. Yeah, that's the amazing turbo, all right. Yep. Uh, now, who's this pinto belong to? Well, that's Argyle. That's my horse. This strawberry roan is my horse. You go. And that mule is my senator. I mean, that senator is my mule. I, well, that's my mule, and I don't know who my senator is. <laughs> uh-huh. Well, that's all of them, except for this, this last stall down here, Well, there's boys. nothing in that stall. Too slim, there's a bay mare in this stall. What? Does it belong to any of you boys? No, oh. sir. Hmm, let's check the registration on it here. Let's see her. This is a stolen horse. It belongs to Miss Marm. She reported it stolen this morning. She said somebody took it last night just before all the trouble started. Sheriff Drywall, I don't know how this horse got here, but you must believe me. None of us had anything to do with it. Uh-uh. It doesn't matter whether I believe you or not, Ranger Doug. I have to do my duty. Believe me, I don't want to do this. This is the most hateful, painful duty I've ever done. Well, Sheriff, do your job. It's all right with me. <coughs> The people of Tumbleweed County pay you $2 a week. $3 a week, Ranger Doug. Right, $3 a week yep. for that. They expect you to do your duty and nothing less. Thank you, Ranger Doug. I knew you'd understand. I hereby arrest you for disturbing the peace, malicious destruction of private property and horse stealing. There'll probably be more charges before it's all over with. You're taking Ranger Doug to jail? Well, no, there's, there's no need for that. 
Judge A. Weldon rump roast will hold a hearing tomorrow morning. If you'll give me your word, you'll be there, Ranger Doug. That's all I need. Thank you, Sheriff. You have my word. I'll see you in court then. So long, boys. Gosh, Ranger Doug. Ranger Doug arrested. The word spreads like cheap paint all across the valley. And everyone everywhere is incredulous. Can this be true? Can Ranger Doug be a malicious destroyer of private property and of all things, a horse thief? Well, if you smell a rat on the range saddle, pals, you probably know his name too. And you'll find him in the back room of the Dry Gulch Saloon. <laughs> Let's see, no use waiting till the last minute. I'll go ahead and fill out my tax return for next year. <laughs> I should own the whole valley by then, so that'll be quite an income, but I can deduct all two billion for losses. <laughs> the SNLs can do it, why can't I? <laughs> I can claim Charlie as a dependent. Hey, he's a pretty big guy, I think I'll claim him as three dependents. <laughs> what the? Ranger Doug, what are you doing here? Caught you cheating on your taxes, eh, Slocum? Uh, no, there's no <laughs> way. Why, uh, <laughs> wait a minute, Charlie, take that mask off. <laughs> gotcha, boss. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta admit, you did. You had me going there. <laughs> that mask I made for you works pretty good. You do a pretty good impression of the doofus's voice, too. <laughs> yeah, thanks, boss. It was awful great when he hit old Ranger Bub in the face of that plastic mold disguised as a pie. He never expected <laughs> for a minute it was a mold, <laughs> did he? <laughs> Hey, I got a funny story for you, yeah. boss. Well, last night while I was terrorizing the town disguised as Ranger Doug, I, yeah. I rode up this little old lady standing on the curb, uh, see? What'd you, what'd you do, help her across the street? Nah, I took the old biddy's purse. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one, Charlie. <laughs> How much uh, did you get? Uh, I got about six. I mean, I uh, got a couple of bucks, I guess. I two, know, two bucks, yeah, eh? just two. two you bucks. got six bucks, Charlie, and I want half of it. Fork it over right now. Oh, all right, Slocum. Yeah. Split it down the middle. Half yeah. of six is... That's How five. Is... Right, okay, here you go. Thanks, Charlie. Always a pleasure doing business with you. Right. <laughs> By the way, you remember to take the saddle blaster and the yodeling tape off the saddle of that bay mare you stole before you planted it in the cowboy's barn? Yeah, what do you take me for, an idiot? <laughs> anyway, that yodeling gave me a headache. Yeah. I don't have to do that again, do I? Not for a while. All we do now is sit back and let yeah. the law take its course. <laughs> That's a switch, ain't it? <laughs> yeah, a switch. <laughs> <laughs> The law takes its course at 9 a.m. the next morning. The courthouse is packed with over 300 witnesses and one defendant with his three faithful companions. Hurry, hurry! All rise. Come away, County Circuit Court. Now in session, Judge A. Weldon Rumpros from Alpha Society. Everybody be seated. High Sheriff Drywall, call the first case. The People versus Ranger Doug. What? Who represents the state? I do. High Sheriff Drywall, Your Honor. Uh, very well. Who represents a defendant? I'll represent myself, Your Honor. Okay. Ordinarily, I'd advise a defendant who represented himself that he has a fool for a client. But in your case, Ranger Doug, I don't see how you could have made a better choice. Mr. Prosecutor, what are the charges? That the defendant did willfully and with malicious intent who raided this town two nights ago and furthermore that he robbed Miss Madonna mother $12, burned down several outbuildings, yodeled out the curfew, and stole Miss May Baymare, girl of Mission Hope. How do you plead, Ranger Doug? I plead not guilty on every count, Your Honor. I thought as much. Hi, Sheriff Drywall, call your first witness. Your Honor, I call Mrs. Madonna Mudd. One after another, the citizens of Tumbleweed Valley take the stand and testify that they saw Ranger Doug breaking the law on the night in question. Finally, after over 300 witnesses have testified against the idol of American youth, the prosecution rests, and Ranger Doug takes the stand in his own defense. Ranger Doug, where were you between the hours of 10 p.m. and 1 a.m. on the night in question? 
Your Honor, I was riding down Larkspur Canyon. Just me, my big yellow Gibson guitar, and my horse Turbo. Did you see anybody, or is there any way you can verify that? I'm sorry. The answer's no. My word is all the evidence that I have. Well, Ranger Doug, under all, under normal circumstances, that'd be more than enough, but uh, there are over 300 people in this courtroom who claim to have seen you terrorizing this town. Order, order! Quiet! One more bad joke like that and you'll go to jail, young man. Now, as I was saying, Ranger Doug, in view of all these witnesses against you and your lack of a provable alibi, I have no choice but to find you guilty. <gasps> you stand convicted of very serious crimes, but they're even more serious when one considers your public persona as a paragon of truth, justice, and the cowboy way. Therefore, your sentence must be more severe than it would be for an ordinary felon. Ranger Doug, I hereby order you to make financial restitution for your crimes and sentence you to serve 10 years at hard labor in the penitentiary. And while I can't order you to, I feel you should also resign your commission in the Rangers. Oh no, is this the end of Ranger Doug? Is this the end of Ranger Doug? Will the idol of American youth have a number for a name? And what is Slocum up to? To find out the answers to these and many more burning questions, leave that radio dial right where it is and join us next week for episode three of Phantom of the Valley, entitled Yodler in Cell Block Number Nine. It's captivating, incarcerating capital melodrama you won't want to miss, and it's coming soon to this theater of the mind. And now here again are Riders in the Sky and Judge A. Period, Governor Gold Scribner. As you saddle pals, we're going to ride on out of here. Gold's going to lead us, and you are my sunshine. We'll see you next week, same time, same station. You are the sunshine, my own sunshine. You make me happy when skies are gray. You never know, dear, how much I love you. Please don't take my sunshine away. Give us Texas Big Bender saying so long, Saddlebound. We'll see you next week on Riders Radio Theater. You are my sunshine, my only sunshine. You made me happy when skies are gray. Everybody. You never know me. How much I love you Please don't take my sunshine away The other night, dear I dreamed I held it In my arms When I awoke, dear I was mistaken Please don't take my sunshine away We don't know the words, you do it You're my sunshine Oh, it's sunshine. You make me happy when skies are gray. You'll never know how much I love.